What up, everybody? Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 60. And this is going to be episode five of the What It's Like to Be series, my interview series. Um, and today it's What It's Like to Be a Barber. Uh, there's this guy, he's much younger than me, I think he's 25, but uh, I met him when I first got back from my uh, religious excursion to Philadelphia. He was in, he's in my church, but uh, his name is Malachi Now, and he was probably like 16 at the time when I first met him. I was like teaching a class that he was in. Anyway, he is a, a barber. He learned it from his grandpa, um, and he was working at a barber shop while going to school, but then now he decided six months ago to start his own little shop from his uh, apartment where him and his wife live. So he, I just kind of asked him like what it was like uh, starting that out. Uh, he talked about how he was always around people cutting his hair growing up because his grandpa used to do it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm sick, by the way. Um, yeah, so it was a good interview, uh, a lot of laughs. And then at the very end, we also talk about, um, from some reason growing up in Marino Valley in Southern California, I had an observation that a lot of Tongan and Samoan people that I met, they uh, – they had a very similar style to uh, black culture as far as like listening to the same music, dressing the same way, talking the same way. Um, so we kind of try to get to the bottom of that, of why that is, and just kind of an observation. Hint, a big one, uh, spoilers, is uh, growing up in Southern California. So anyway, but uh, yeah, this has been episode 60 of the John Lyon podcast and episode five of what it's like to be a barber with Malachi now. Enjoy. Boom, we're live. Not really live because uh, <laughs> this isn't going live and uh, we're not going to be putting it up tonight or anything like that. This isn't in Joe Rogan where he streams it live on his YouTube. People have asked me, like, are you going to ever like film it? I'm like, eh, I'd like to get it down to a T first with my audio and like what my content's going to be and then maybe I'll put it on YouTube, but we'll see. But we always got to get this in here. Yes. <laughs> Best sound ever. All right. So on the podcast today, is Malachi now? Hey, what's up? Do you just go by Malachi? Yeah, some people call me Kai. Oh yeah, okay, okay. One of my old coworkers is uh, named Kai. Um, so how you been, dude? Doing good. So uh, what day is it? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's hump it is. Day. Pff, long day. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long, rough day. Let's. How long have you? Uh, how long have you lived up in Utah? Uh since February. So February. Yeah, okay. just so almost a year then. Mm-hmm. So I got married and then just decided to just get out of California and just came out here to get out of SoCal. Yeah. Oh gosh, SoCal. I know. Um. Yeah. So uh, today is episode sixty of the John Lyon podcast, and it's the interview series. What it's like to be, and this is episode five, and we're going to be interviewing Malachi on what it's like to be a barber. Barber. Pew pew pew. You've seen the original Spider Man movie. Nice. With, uh, which one? The original Toby Maguire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, man. The, the line we always quote, all my friends are always like, I trust my barber. <laughs> Jane Joe Jameson does that weird, like... <laughs> no, who, I don't remember who, that. He like, doesn't talk about... He's like, do you trust anybody? And he's like, I trust my barber. He's oh, like, the... He said, the news guy. The, yeah. Yeah, he says it's all funny, but we always quote that. <laughs> so, before we start the interview, John Lyon Podcast, we always do a fun fact, because I am a weird factoid kind of guy. Yeah, let's do it. So, um... Let's see. I have this fun fact I pulled from the internet. 
All right, you you aware of uh, the countries or continents Antarctica and Australia? Yes. Okay, so says Antarctica <laughs> used to be called Australia till until modern day Australia stole its name in 1824, which left the continent nameless until its current name was adopted in the 1890s. What the? So <laughs> <laughs> the freaking people from down under were like, we like that name. Give We're going to take it, it. <laughs> give it to us. And then Antarctica was nameless for about 70 years. So anyway, there's your fun fact. Some random crap, but. Um, <laughs> Where'd you pull that from? That was the internet. Reddit. <laughs> okay, wait, before we start, though. Right. I don't want to mess this up. Are you Tongan or Samoan? Tongan. Okay. I won't like offend you or anything like that. I don't know how your culture is with like mixing and matching. Oh, I just know growing up in Moval, there was that. Ward congregation for our church that was, was it mixed? No, it was just Samoan. It was just Samoan, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Is that I, why you didn't go? No, I did. <laughs> no, you went to the ward I was in. No, I was in that ward, uh, okay. the Samoan ward before. Yeah, okay. But yeah, they didn't even want to build a Tongan ward there. Yet, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Does it get pretty hostile with you guys getting mixed up? You know what? I think a lot Is that of people part of the take culture? it offended, but. Do you? No. I mean, because it's the same thing with like Asian people. Well, they always mix up Koreans and Chinese. Yeah, like, you know, like Orientals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, don't know if I you think can say just... that. I don't know if you can say that word anymore. Orientals? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> People politically correct don't like that. Is that like a rule now? I don't know. There's so many rules every single day on the internet. I just don't go on the internet. Just start apologizing for everything. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so you're Tongan. Yep. Did you grow up in the United States? Yeah. I was born in Provo. Uh-huh. And then I think when I was about five, we moved out to California. Oh, uh, okay. So you're originally from Utah. Yeah. I did not know that. No, you can't say that. Come on. I'm from <laughs> so, Utah. Yeah. I'm from well, California. You, yeah. you, ra- you were raised in California, so you you call that your home. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're both from Moreno Valley. Did you live in Moreno Valley the entire time, or did you move around? No. Just always Moreno Valley? Yeah. Nice. Um, cool. So we're going to interview. I'm going to interview. I don't. I said we're. There's no one else but me. <laughs> Man, I need to stop drinking soda on the podcast because I keep burping. Man. So, you're a barber. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, thank I'm going to shout out to Phil. Uh-huh. Oh, our, yeah, our, man. Our uh, mutual black friend, Phil. That's my guy. Uh, Coleman. He uh, he goes to you for his uh, haircuts, and then he's like, you should have Malachi on the podcast. I was like, I'm totally down to do that. So, thank you, Phil, if you're listening, which I know you are, because you always listen. <laughs> um, so, you're a barber. How uh-huh. long, overall, like, what's your background? Like, did you always know you wanted to cut hair or just something that kind of fell into your lap or man to be honest i guess it just kind of fell on my lap so like my grandpa he he was a barber yeah and like back in the islands they don't got no like license or school yeah, yeah. just cut hair but he would do that for like all the missionaries did like, he have his own little shop yeah a little like red and white well i don't know if it was <laughs> red and white like over there you know <laughs> There's something different. This is a pineapple. Just <laughs> I was going to say pineapple, but I didn't, you didn't want to be racist. I didn't want to be racist. So. <laughs> so, like, he was cutting hair over there. Yeah. And then I guess when they moved out of Tonga, and then he just started cutting hair here. And he actually was going to beauty school in Provo at the yeah. time. But the thing was, you know, straight from the islands, can't speak English. Yeah, a little hard of a language barrier. Exactly. So he didn't pass, like, the written test. Ah. So he did really good up to that point. Yeah. And so... So he um, had the skills of obviously cutting hair, but the things that they needed to get into the actual school... Exactly. He couldn't pass that part. Exactly. Okay. And so he couldn't do that. 
And Jay, turn the mic to you real quick. All right, good. Sweet. So then he couldn't get into the course. Yeah, so then he just ended up uh, just pouring concrete, um, doing landscaping work. But anytime he had time to, like, cut hair for somebody, yeah, he would always, like, open up his schedule to do yeah. it. Did he charge people to do it? or No, he just loved it. He'd just do it for free. Just to work on his craft, work yeah. on his skills. And it was, you know, it's a good time to just talk to people yeah. and become friends with people. So he'd cut anybody's hair. Um, from church, just any f- local friends so your, around. So your grandpa was back in the day when they had like the just the scissors and <laughs> it wasn't with the clippers or anything. Well, yeah, because he needs to work on his clipper work. <laughs> oh, he still does old. Does he still do old school? Yeah, he does. Uh, okay, but he's he's good. So like with him, he was doing uh he was doing that, and uh, yeah. So I grew up with him cutting my hair. And he'd give me, like, the most basic, like, <laughs> missionary cut. <laughs> so, like, ah, oh, I just remember those days just going to school. It's just, you yeah. Know? When he was in Utah, though, did he ever end up getting a job at, like, no. the missionary training center? No. Because that's where they always cut. They always cut everyone's hair the same there. Yeah, but I think you have to have a license for that. So oh, he just so kind of just. That. So he just did it as a practice in his own home for his friends and family? Exactly. To keep his skill going? Mm-hmm. So then, then he moved to Cal. You guys moved to California? Yeah. And oh wait, but he'd already moved to California before you were born. No wait, you were born in Provo. Yeah. So you moved to California, and then you're still around it. Is he still cutting hair? Uh, yeah, and he's still cutting hair. He's cutting my hair. Does he live uh, up here again? No, he's so they're out on a mission in uh, San Francisco. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you do you go out to San Francisco like once a month to get your hair cut? <laughs> <laughs> he said he still cuts your hair. No man, <laughs> I got a barber out here. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Andy. <laughs> Andy? Fresh Fadeaway. Fresh Fadeaway, where's that at? So he's out actually out here in uh, Pleasant Grove. Okay. So really anyone who's good. locally listening to this in Utah, if you want to get a, what's it called? Fresh Fade? Fresh Fadeaway. Follow fresh him fade away. on Instagram. And what's, you know, is uh, is this Fresh Fadeaway on Instagram? Yeah. Is that what it is? His handle? Nice. Yeah. So that's the barber you go to. Mm-hmm. So you get home from your, I like to call it your religious excursion or mm-hmm. your mission. Uh, <laughs> did you still know that you wanted to do hair or? No. So this is, check this out. So I actually went on my mission. In what year? Uh, 2015 to 2017. Okay. So that was only yeah, like two years ago. Yeah. But before that, um, like, all right, building up from my grandpa, he was cutting my hair and going through high school, you know, he was still cutting my hair. Yeah. It wasn't that great. <laughs> he just gave you the, the basic look. Yeah, you know. And then you got to show up to school the next you day. You know, <laughs> no girls at all. Just that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so then I ended up, uh, I think it was like my junior year, my uncle took me to like my first black barber shop. Nice. Exclusive cuts, man, mm-hmm. off Alessandro. Oh. And then I ended up getting a haircut. Is that the one that's next to like, used to be next to the Stater Brothers? Alessandro. No. Alessandro, the one off of a... Uh, the, no, I know which one you're talking about, but the one uh, by Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah, I used to go to Dairy Queen, Yeah, dude. Used to go the one after. across the street. Yeah, okay. So Dairy Queen, and then I got a haircut by Jay, uh-huh. the barber. Man, he was, like, young. So yeah. you got a bunch of, like, old cats in there, but then you got Jay. He's, like, one of the youngest guys. And I think he was, like, 19, 20. Uh-huh. And, man, he was so clean with the clippers. Yeah. I had, like, all these... People would come out with like these blowout fades at the time, looking like Polly D. Like that was the cut. Who the freak is Polly D? From like, what is it, Jersey Shore? Oh, <laughs> I guess. So basically, so they had that haircut. They had nice haircuts. Yeah, they had those. Okay. okay. 
And my grandpa couldn't <laughs> cut like that. So I went to Jay and I asked if he could do this. Yeah, yeah. And then he hooked me up with the f- best haircut and I never went to anybody after yeah. that. You're like, sorry, grandpa, but. Yeah, you know. So then I get haircut from him and then every now and then I just come in with a different like, oh, I want this haircut now. This is why you're still in high school? Yeah. Okay. So I go in with this haircut. As I grow older, oh, I want the rugby haircut now. So he gives me like a mullet. Yeah, a lot of Polynesians play rugby. Yeah, so. you know. <laughs> so I just wanted that haircut. <laughs> Then I like come in like a like a couple months later. I'm like, all right, I want something different. Yeah. And he'd always like give me the best haircuts. And so next thing you know, I go on my mission. I lose my barber. License. And then, yeah. Oh, no, no, no my him. barber. What yeah. To him. So I can go on my mission. I'm going out to Oklahoma. Yeah. And my barber's in California, so I can't like, oh, fly I see. back. I think man, he died or something. No, like that. man. No, he's alive and well. He's doing good. Okay. But so then I, you're gone for two years. Yeah, and I my you're... first lady that I went to. Yeah. This lady just like you know she's just a mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was this like a, a studio salon or was no? It like this a... is just her her kitchen. Oh, was she a member? <laughs> Yeah. Dude, one of those people. Here, son, I could give you a haircut. There was always one of those growing up in the state. There's always one person who cuts hair out of their out of their house. Yeah, you know? So I had that experience. Yeah. And I think it was like my first area in Greenwood, Arkansas. Man, she she butchered it. She will rename, re, remain nameless. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so then you, did you ever end up finding anyone else better while you were out there in Oklahoma? Or was you just no. had a crappy haircut for I two just, years? You know, they don't know how to deal with like ethnic hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they just dealt with straight hair. You just do the scissors and that's it. Yeah. They tried doing that to me. It was just like, whew, it was bad. Yeah. So then I decided to pick up the clippers. I'll try cutting my own hair. That's what I did on the mission. Yeah. I just bought some $20 clippers from Walmart. And then our when we were out there, our rules, we were allowed, we were have, we were allowed to have it a little shorter. Right. Ours weren't like the part. Right. So I would just take it uh, setting four and <laughs> shave <laughs> all the way and then just have my companion do my neck. That was it. That's what I did for like the... Well, you have curly hair, though, too, right? Yeah, well, it's gone now. <laughs> so that's the thing. I wanted to talk about that real quick before you jump forward. My experience in, like, like you kind of remind me how, like, they don't know how to deal with your hair. Right. Obviously, I'm white, so I have pretty, like, basic hair or thin hair, at least. I don't have – I know white people have, like, my wife has thick hair, but I don't. So growing up, when I was a kid, the spiked hair was – that was when the it first thing. came in. And as a kid, when I had curly hair, I had it just kind of short. I couldn't understand why I couldn't go into a salon or a kid's cutting place and ask for spiked hair. They're like, honey, we can't do that. Like, your hair doesn't do it. And I couldn't understand it. Um, And then eventually, as I got older, my sister went on a a mission for our church, and she was gone for 18 months. And so my brother told me and my younger brother, like, hey, grow your hair out and don't cut it until she gets back. She got back, and my hair was down to my shoulders, and it was really curly. And then I trimmed it a bit. And then it became like this big fro <laughs> and it was super curly. And then like two years ago, I tried growing it out again. And then not the it, same. It's not the same. I think it was like the, the air up here in Utah is different. The water's different. My, I was 10 years older. So I got to the point where I got it kind of curly and it would get really curly when right. I get out of the shower. But when I was a kid, if I put my, my hands through my, my hair, it would get stuck. But this. when I did it this time, it would the curls would just come out. So I eventually had to start doing like the slick back look with like a little bit of curls. Okay. And my wife's like, just no. cut it, dude. Like you tried. It's not the same. <laughs> That's like up, we have man. a couple good pictures, but like it's never gonna be the same when you were like because my fro was like my thing. Right. And this is probably considered cultural appropriation now, but I had a pick <laughs> I had a pick in the back of my pocket. I would pick it out. So Well, would, you grew up in Mobile, so I think they were yeah, like, Yeah, I got a little cool. street cred. <laughs> anyway, so I get what you're saying where like people didn't know how to 
do stuff with your hair. Right. On me, on the other hand, like I just couldn't understand. Like, why can't you make my hair spiky? Like that's what I wanted, but Dude, it was curly. So you remember like the skating days where yeah. you had to get like the Justin Bieber flip over. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that was, I, I was trying to do that so your hard. Your hair wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, because yeah, your hair is way thicker than mine. Yeah. So now when I see like people with froze, even like white people, like really curly hair, like um, Dallin Lucas, his yeah. roommate Seth, he's got like this. Thick like brown. He's a white guy, but he's a like, thick brown curly hair. And I'm like, dude, I wish I still had like enough. So now I just shave it because it's easier. <laughs> anyway, so you're in Oklahoma. You can't find anybody for yeah. two years. And then what? You come back. And yeah. You... And then uh, I end up cutting my own hair. And during that time, mm. I just like started cutting everyone mission, every missionary's head on the so mission. You basically started getting your practice. Yeah. By doing it. And I got my first pair of like professional clippers out there. Nice. My mom bought it for me like on Amazon. And shipped Some, it out to you. That was it. And I just started practicing on myself. <laughs> Horrible haircuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bow cuts for days. Dude, I knew somebody who I who I taught. They were from Haiti. Uh huh. Him and his wife had short hair, and they knew how to cut their own neck by using the mirror and their own clippers. They were mm-hmm. that good. It looked good though. I don't know how That's they did. That's hard. It. I know. I did that. Oh. Well, because like the depth perception is off. And yeah, like, and you got to look in the mirror too. And you're just like doing this. You're going too high up. So yeah, it takes too long, man. So you got your first professional clippers. You're cutting everybody's hair. Yeah. And then I got my practice in. Yeah. And then by the time I come home, like I was known as like the mission barber out in yeah. like Arkansas and stuff. Did you cut even like members' hairs too from our church? Yeah. I would even go and talk to people like uh like we're teaching like a black family, go cut their hair. Nice. And so I just like that was like my way of like talking to people and like, you know, getting just to know being them. Just able to relate to them. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. And so by the time I came home, uh I realized I was way out of practice with cutting hair. Yeah. And, and so, also the styles cuz as a missionary you're not yeah watching tv you're not listening to music really exactly you don't have time for that and so you're kind of out of the loop of what's popular exactly so so then i come home and then you know i start learning everything from like what like everything about cutting hair get caught up on it uh shout out to 360 (laughs) jeezy no so this guy he's like a youtube like uh okay he's a youtube barber and he like posts all his stuff on tutorials like all day So I got caught up on that, and then I just started practicing on my cousins, and then now, yeah, I just have my own thing going out here. So you do that at your house, right, or your apartment? Yeah, yeah. Did you work at a? Didn't you work at a shop before you moved yeah, to your house? Yeah, it was a Revolution Barbershop uh-huh. in in uh, Provo. Yeah. Yeah, I was working out there. And then you decided to leave and then just uh, do your own thing in your apartment? Yeah. What was your your wife? You've been married for almost a year now, mm-hmm. which means you're almost to the hardest part of your marriage. <laughs> Cause I like to, dude, chocolate since, chip cookies, man. Because <laughs> I was married before any of my friends, so yeah. I, to make I love making people feel awkward because I'm, <laughs> I'm a dick. But um, <laughs> like uh, I love asking them like, "Hey, did you get in your first fight yet?" And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> don't know what to say." Um, but uh, so how is she with like you having people come in? Because not every like mostly right. most of your clientele, most of your clientele at first is going to be family friends, but then you're going to so you're going to have like exactly. Strangers. Now, if she didn't, if she wasn't down with it, I don't want you throwing it under the bus no. on the podcast. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. So but, is she pretty supportive? Uh, yeah, man. To be honest, uh, she was she was all for it. Cause uh, 
when I was working out in the barbershop, I, there was a momentum building because I started, like, I made a new Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only pulled out, like, barber content only. So, yeah, the one I follow you on, is that the only one you have? Yes. And you just use that for barber content, not exactly. for your personal one? No. Nice. And so, so if we want to find any normal pictures of you, we have to go onto your wife's Instagram? Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, so then you start your Instagram, and then you're starting your own place in your in your apartment. Right. And she's all for it? Yeah. Uh, you know... We were going to school, obviously, in the summer. Where were you going to school? UVU. Oh, that's where I graduated from. Oh, nice. Where where were you going to school for? Communications. That's what I graduated I know. I heard. Don't do it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I don't regret the degree. I just haven't really found a job yet that wants to use my degree. I haven't had the best luck the last year. That's another story. If you wanted to get into the struggles of John Lyon in 2018. Um, So you're going to school, and then was she going to UVU as well? Yeah. And so she's going to UVU. What is she? Um, what is she studying? Nursery, nursing. Nursery. I was like, she's <laughs> taking care of babies. Learn how to babysit. <laughs> so she's going to for nursing. Yeah. And then, so she's, she's going to wear them scrubs. Yeah, man. And so uh, we ended up taking like FAFSA hooked yep. us up, and we just decided to take out you know a loan and then just push it out. Yeah. There. So you have official barber chair in your apartment. Yeah, got the chair, got the ring light, got the. Went to like DI and pulled out like like a desk. Yeah, yeah, like this. just whatever you need for. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So then, how much? Uh, how many? How many people a day do you cut hair? Is it like you start in the morning and you're cutting hair all the way to the evening, or? Yeah, just about like man, just enough to make it by, you know? Because right now it's still building up. Yeah, yeah. And plus, like if you're bringing people inside your home, you got to make sure like they're legit people. Yeah, too, you don't you know? have some random like. Turn your turn your eye and you go pick something up and they just freaking busted your wallet. Exactly. Or and some so, random crap from your fridge if they're that desperate. <laughs> you won't find anything yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um so then how long have you been doing this for? Man, so this has just started like last like last June. Yeah, so it's like it's only been like what, seven, seven months now? Yeah. So then how much do you charge? Uh, 25. 25. Yeah. I might not go to you. <laughs> it's okay. First off, I don't know if you know how to cut white people's hair. Man. <laughs> Try have, me out, man. Uh, don't. My, don't. <laughs> I will. My friend uh, Ingrid, she graduated from uh, Paul Mitchell mm-hmm. in Provo, and so she cuts men's haircut re- uh, really good. Um, but I usually just get, like, short, but then she kind of fades it, so it kind of all blends See, in. See, what, what I would do is you just need to grow the top out. And then, but just, I don't like the sides shorter, dude. I don't look like I'm in the just military. Just wait, man. You you have seen that's dude, why. Have you seen the back of my head? It doesn't matter, man. But see, if you're growing out your hair, it's okay. No, because and won't, then I will fade it. In, it won't grow in the back. See, no faith, man. <laughs> no faith. No faith. Come on, John. So come what, on. What kind of interest? Other than your grandpa, like getting you into this, like, why do you love cutting people's hair? Like, what interests you about it? Man, to be honest, you I just think love it's touching just... the human scalp. Is that what it is? You freaking sicko. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you give head massage? Do you give, do you give, do you give, do you give, do you give scalp massages? <laughs> Are you not that kind of barber? No, uh, man. Do you do the hot towel? This ain't no super cuts. <laughs> <laughs> super cuts? You put the Come hot towel on, in the face? Not the super cuts. Um, if you want to pay like 10 bucks just to go get messed up and then get hey, a hot towel. Hey, but at towel. least sometimes you might get a hot girl. Hey. <laughs> that's true, man. Um, I know a lot of people out here going there. Yeah, so um, what interests you about cutting hair? Man. Other than that you got it from your grandpa and loved it. I think it's did. just the vibe, you know? Yeah. I mean, you go to, I mean, when I stepped inside like exclusive cuts, you just got the music playing. It's a comfortable like place for it. all the guys to just hang out yeah. and talk. 
And I think, like, that's what I like a lot about, like, where I'm cutting at inside my home. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I have, like, a couple of, like, homies that pull up, and it's, like, five of them. Yeah. And then I'll just cut their hair. And so it's, like, your own barbershop that they show in the movies, yeah. but they're on your couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That's cool. And then do you have, like, do you provide beverages for them? <laughs> Yeah, they take Some too much of my water, food. So. I think they. <laughs> you need to get like a mini fridge, dude, and just I have just, like sodas and. I know that's and, what like, I water should do. There. Charge them like fifty cents, <laughs> or a vending machine or something. That's... So like, has there been any uh, like drawbacks from? Yeah. Well, okay, let's do two things. Has there been any drawbacks from just cutting hair in general? Just answer that first, and then has there been any drawbacks of like having to like the stress of having to start your own business in your house. I think the starting your own business. Overall, the drawback has been hard. Well, I think like for when you're first starting off cutting hair, like for me, especially when you're doing it for money. Yeah. I think confidence had to play like a huge thing in it. Oh yeah, because people are coming to like yeah, people are coming to you for they're gonna pay you. Yeah, yeah, like, that's like scary. Favorite. Yeah, at least your grandpa when he was doing it was like <laughs> yeah. stick a bowl over your head. Like <laughs> at least it was free. So. Yeah. So you know that 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 freaked me out a lot, especially when I was like in a barber shop. Yeah, yeah. And you had to make sure like this, you gotta they you make sure that they walk out looking better than the way they came in. Yeah. And so that freaked me out. But once I had my own place, I was comfortable. Man, that's when my best work, like, started coming out. Was when you were doing it from your own house? Yeah. I guess that would, yeah, because if you're, own, you're, you're comfortable in your own home, you mm-hmm. know the setting. Oh, yeah. There's not, like, this competition between the other barbers. Exactly. Especially the more experienced Oh, ones. yeah. Because then you start looking, like, who's coming out, like, who gets out the chair and who... You're looking at the back of the head like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, did I do as good as that person? And that so. that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. So do you, um, so then has, uh, what was I going to say? Do you plan on like going to get any like professional like licensing? Yeah. Like actual school and stuff? I, yeah. You know, the problem with that right now is the fact that one, I'm in school full time and I really, So you were still at UVU? Yeah. You, I thought, okay. I, I was under the assumption that you quit UVU. To go start this barber thing, but no, so you're doing UVU right now. I'm I'm full time barber or full time like UVU student. Yeah, I'm playing rugby over there. Okay, and I'm like all in with this barber thing too. What classes are you taking right now? At community? Man, like, are you t- are you doing the way I did it? Was I finished all my generals first, mm-hmm. and then I took communication? Are you doing a mix of generals and communication? Well, I'm classes? just finishing up with my generals, so okay. I think my like my first communications class I'm taking is like mass communications 1050 or something. Oh, okay, that sounds. Are you taking that this semester? Yeah. Oh, okay, if you ever do. You're gonna have to take it. It's called interpersonal communication. Mm-hmm. That's where you like learn to talk to people. The best teacher. I took him four times, and I was like, also his teaching assistant. His name is, he's an adjunct, so he's not a full time professor. His name is Paul Parkin. Man. I'll give you his name. I've been trying to get in contact with him, but he's been kind of hit and miss. Anyway, he's like the best teacher. Man, for sure. <clears throat> um, so you're doing school full time, mm-hmm. and then you're also doing yeah. the barber thing. So you can't really find any extra time to officially go to like a barber school, no, unless you were to decide to quit. Your UVU degree altogether, which I think you're doing the smarter route because if let's say the barber thing doesn't pan out, exactly, you still have an official like bachelor's degree. Exactly. Whereas like you were to go to like a barber school, Mm -hmm. you could get that, but then maybe like ten years you're like, man, I don't want to freaking cut hair anymore. Yeah, then you're like, oh crap, I don't have any other education. So right, that's that's pretty smart your way you're doing that. Yeah. Um, crap, what was I gonna say? So then, have you is uh your family been pretty supportive then too? Yeah. As far as the Schooling in the uh, in the oh, barber yeah. school. They say I'm better than my grandpa. So oh really? They just say keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So then do you just like for um to keep up with the the popular styles and whatnot, do you just continue to go like that YouTuber and some other yeah. stuff? Follow some other Instagrams? Well the good thing about it is I, I do stay in touch with a lot of the barbers out here. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because like up I ever since I like uploaded like content all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Um there's a lot of the barbers that are reaching out to me asking if I could cut in their shop. Yeah. But inst- but in order for me to do that, I need to get my license first. Yeah. So the thing is it like it's crazy support. They'll like my stuff, they'll they'll reach out to me. Um and they're just like always supportive, so it's really good. So then what does it take to get your barber's license? So is it just a test or so there, like... there, yeah. You have to get a certain amount of hours. Yeah, it's kinda like I'm... Ingrid's like at the Paul Mitchell. Exactly. She did it for a certain amount of hours and then you every along the way you had to take certain like exams or exactly. tests or something like that. So and it's that's, the same thing. That's basically all you do, but the route that I wanna take, um, because it's because um the route that I wanna take it's the apprenticeship program. Okay. So basically you, instead of going to school and you have to pay like $10,000, $11,000. Yeah. And then you cut hair in there. Yeah. And then what? Someone walks in, walks out. They don't even pay you. Yeah. They pay the right. barber school instead. It's true. I remember when I used to go to Paul Mitchell when yeah. she needed hours, I would go and get my hair cut, but she wasn't making any money. Exactly. You just pay $10 for a cut, but they're not making any money. Yeah. So at the apprenticeship program, you you're doing you're basically getting your hours inside the barber shop okay does it like the apprenticeship program is it like an online program where you have to no so you actually work inside the barber shop oh so you the, get your does, own chair does each barber shop have like their way of communicating with the apprenticeship program well basically if they have an instructor's license oh then you can talk to them they discuss what, how much money you're supposed to give them yeah to pay for you know the whole to so get your like hours. This, it's not like this one school that like communicates to all barber shops. It's just exactly. like a barber shop like makes up their own agreement exactly. basically. Yeah, of how much they make, but then you have to get a certain amount of hours. So yeah. like say like a thousand hours in that barber shop, you're cutting hair. Yeah. And, and then that barber gets a cut of all your employee your customers? Yeah. They can. So if some, they decide to write the contract exactly. that way. Exactly. Okay. And so basically you can get like what you you can either do like seventy percent, thirty you keep 70% of like the money you make in yeah. that week and that 30% goes to them. And then maybe you keep your tips or something. Exactly. So then you, so you want to do that, but right now you're out in the situation to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's just I mean, I graduate I found out I graduate December 2020, so That's not far. I, I know. Once I got into like my communication major, I zip by with mm-hmm. my schooling cuz a I enjoyed the classes, but you'll find this once you finally get into your major mm-hmm. is general suck. And yeah. My definition of generals is they're all the classes that remind you what you don't want to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> and uh, But the, the second thing is, too, with generals is that um, it's a new set of people every semester. Yeah. Every class, 50 new people. You don't even know them. But once you get into your actual major, oh, you'll, actually you'll start see to these see people? the same people because they're really? all having to take the same classes. So that's how you can network. And like towards the end... There's this one guy named uh, Ty Raquita. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he lives in Saratoga, but I took like four or five classes with him towards the end of our schooling, like our last two or three semesters. So you can start to build those relationships, and you start Sheesh. to network because you start to see the same students because they're in the same major. What um, are you just doing the communication studies degree? Uh, yeah, for now yeah. I want to get well public relations. That's the one you're doing. Okay, yeah. I didn't do that one, but yeah, there's there's tons of people you'll see the same people over and over again. I'm excited, man. That's so, cool. But um. 
So then you want to get your apprenticeship, but you got to find the time to do it. Yeah. And, and right now it's just the freedom of doing it in your own place and building up your skills. That's is, all it is. Yeah. It's just building up network, um, practicing on getting better. Yeah. And yeah, just, just working on my craft until the time where I can actually work inside a barbershop. Yeah. So then how many people on average, like how many people's, uh, how many people hair do you cut like within a day? Three heads a day. Three heads a day? Yeah. And if then, it's not busy, depending on the weekend, though. You, most of the weekend? Yeah. I'm assuming that's when you're free. Exactly. Then, so, like, Fridays and Saturdays, probably, like, six, six seven. Six or seven people? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the people just Venmo you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's what I do. It's pretty awesome, man. Um. So then what's, like, uh, let me see. What kind of, uh, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but, like, what kind of satisfaction do you get out of, like, you kind of mentioned the vibe. You kind of mentioned, like, being able to talk to people. Yeah. Like, what other satisfaction do you get from, like, this profession of cutting people's hair? Or, Man. like, just the skill? Because I'm, I'm assuming you'd have to pay uh, – you'd have to have yeah. an attention to detail. Yeah. I think the skill for sure because, like, you you learn along the way. Yeah. Because I don't – like, barbering, man – like, everything changes. The styles always change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I love, like – I think, I think like, the fact that you help someone look better. Yeah. Giving I them mean, that confidence Yeah, boost. and the one they walk out the chair. I love when someone's, like, looks at the mirror and they're just, like, hyping themselves up, yeah. you know? When I was in Philadelphia, I had a companion, a uh, missionary companion. He was from Africa. Mm-hmm. But obviously he's got the ethnic hair, as you mentioned earlier. And so we went down the street from where I lived, and there's a Muslim guy, tons of Muslims in, in Philly, and he, like, cut his hair. And he's he said, uh, you're going to have to – pay me extra because uh you're gonna have to keep all the ladies off for the next couple of weeks with that new fresh fade i gave you or something like that so <laughs> sounds that's like also, something a barber would say yeah that's also this that's where i learned it's a classic saying everyone knows it but that's where i i first heard the saying the only difference between a bad haircut and a good haircut is two weeks at least for guys it's true for girls maybe yeah not i so mean much. they're they're screwed I'm just... <laughs> wait a couple months maybe even a year I know. especially when i had long hair that's why i never cut it really um so you like this you like the skill that yeah. it takes to like refine and that's a satisfaction you yeah get you, you always get better that's for sure and i think that's something that like me as a person i just like doing yeah. like you know i love like playing rugby and working out because like it's something that you can always get better at yeah you know you can always get be a little stronger you can always be a little faster yeah and with cutting hair like i find that same like joy and like progression too. not like you can never be stagnant. Yeah, or plateau ever. or something like that. Never. Yeah, unless because you start doing your grandpa's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, grandpa, you know you had the best haircuts, man. John's just start trying to throw you under the bus. You know I love you, man. <laughs> so, two questions I have for you talking about like satisfaction and haircutting. Yeah. What is your worst haircutting story? Do you have one? <sighs> Lots. What's, think, do you have one that stands out? Or like, oh my gosh, I totally butchered this person. Oh head. man, I, this person better I not think pay now me. Now that you say it, because I was like, man, all right. So I think <laughs> there was this one kid. Okay, um, I forgot who he was, but he was on my mission. Um, and is this was, was like, is this before or after you had those professional clippers? Your mom <clears> this is while I had the professional clippers. Okay, so professional so, clippers don't make you. A no, pro. they don't. <laughs> 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 it's, not like a, it's not like a sword in the stone where you pull out the clippers and you're all of a sudden the best. I know. No, it didn't work. Not in this situation. So, like, we <laughs> – I, so this kid was, like, the most fidgety, like, child ever. 
and I like I didn't realize like children like cutting like children's heads. Oh, so it was an be, actual kid. It wasn't. Yeah, like a, I think he meant like it was like a missionary. He was like no. twenty years old. He's fidgety. He was like nine. So yeah, I hear cutting little kids' hairs like no. <sighs> no, they shake so much, and yeah. especially like if you're taking too long. Yeah, like, they get distracted ah, easily. Ah. Yeah. Did so, you? Uh, so it was the clippers, not actual scissors on it. Because that's scary. no, I could not do the scissors. <laughs> I didn't trust myself with the scissors at this time. People? I was just. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my sister, when we used to go to this lady who cut hair out of her house, my sister, my old sister Amy, wanted to try it out, and the lady told her to do it. She totally cut my ear. Oh. Not like bad, but she like nicked it, and I was like, oh I, like gosh, I was like 10 man. years old. I can't do anything about that. So, oh, the beat of that you're lady. cutting this kid's hair. Yeah. And what was so bad about it? Uh, he only like could last 10 minutes inside, like on the chair. I would cut it. Ah. Cut it again. Ah. So the next thing you know, it was just like, because the way you start off like with a fade yeah. is you have to like set guidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes from like less hair to more hair, okay? Yeah, when you're so, like, when you're going from the, and, to and the ear up, right? Exactly. And so you set like certain guidelines while you're going up. Yeah. So the problem with this was I only set one guideline. <laughs> <laughs> and so by the end of it, it was like 10 minutes and the kid was like going crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then the like the grandpa was like, all right, all right, just let him go. <laughs> so he has this messed up freaking Yeah, head. so he's over here walking around with like just the, the meanest bokeh, like <laughs> literally. And I felt so bad and I was like, Man, don't tell anybody I cut your hair. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody. You probably that kid probably got beat up when he went to school <laughs> the next day, man. It's on you. I'm sorry. So what's like in recent memory? On the flip side, what's like the best haircut you've given to where it like clicked? You're like, okay, I got this. Like, I'm getting, I know I'm getting better. Because obviously, when you're practicing something, it's you're going to have those periodical moments, like every mm -hmm. few times where it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm getting better. And right. I, can, I can clearly see that I'm getting better. Like, do you have like a recent haircut or like a time yeah. where it, like it clicked for you? I think very recent. I th uh, when I started cutting hair at like my own spot. Yeah. Um, shout out to Hess. That dude. All right. So Hess, um, I was cutting his hair on the mission. Yeah. He was like my first like. Is that his last name, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. Or Eli. So Eli, he was like a black guy on the mission, f ethnic hair, and I gave him like the worst bow cut like <laughs> back in like 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> by the time, like over time, I've been cutting hair. And he came over to my house to get another haircut, but inside like the so studio. This is, oh, in the in the in your house or yeah. at the barbershop? In the in, at my house. Okay, so this is like shortly after you started the in your house. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I tell him like, man, I'm about to make this video. Um, I'm about to start pushing out videos instead of pictures from now on. So while I'm like cutting the hair, and like by the time I'm done. Like, I've replayed the video, and I just look at his haircut, and it was, like, the smoothest, like, <laughs> ever. You almost dropped your phone? <laughs> man, no. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> trying to be, like, a trying to push out content as a barber is crazy. You're over here, like, <laughs> stay still, stay still. They have that uh, dumb ad, like, basically saying don't text while doing things. I know, and I'm over here, in the, like. In the movie theater, and that guy, like, goes and, like, messes up the guy's hair. So you have to like learn how to film and do the person's hair at the same time. Yeah, you know, you you'll just catch like five second assistant, clips. Dude. I know, but what's your wife doing? I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's working, she's like a like a like a good woman. Nice. But yeah, when I well, after I did that haircut, and uh, I took a look at his fade, I was like, man, 
That is just nice. Like turning you on a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> no, real talk, man. Y'all better watch out for Hess, man. He's out there. So you you just knew that, like, holy crap, like, that's the best I've ever done. It yeah. makes sense to me now. Like, this is why I'm doing why I'm doing it. Exactly. And that's freaking cool. Because, like, that it's kind of, those moments are, like, kind of special. Like, when you're, like, practicing something. Yeah. Like, when I'm doing my podcast or, or talking to people and, like, you're doing your barber thing. Like, right. It's, like, when you hit those moments of, like, okay. This is why I'm doing it. This is what this it clicked and like this is it felt good doing this kind of thing. Oh yeah, for for a moment like that, man, I it was on my mission. Yeah. This one guy specifically, his name was Jason, he was a homeless guy. Uh-huh. And we brought him over to my apartment to cut his hair. Mm-hmm. And the thing was like he was just like super sad. We met him at McDonald's like late at night. Yeah. And we're just like I don't have no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what can I do? Like, you're, just, you're broke too. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, the least I could do is like give you a haircut. Yeah. So I told him like, hey, we'll did he come. have like long hair? Man, raggedy. Like and a long beard too. Like disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just bad. There's a bum I knew on my mission. His name was Schmitty. Shit. <laughs> he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> he had the like, highest so, voice too. Sounds like something from like Cartoon Network. I know, right? <laughs> Schmitty. So, so then you cut this guy's hair. So we cut his hair. And, like, that was probably the longest haircut because, like, the clippers were getting stuck. Oh, yeah. Because well, don't they usually say when you have, you're have you going from long hair to short hair, usually you start out with scissors well, first, Well, the thing right? was, well, yeah, that's true. But you didn't do scissors? Nah. <laughs> I didn't even know anything about it. I just cut his hair, so I was like, man, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. But the clippers were getting stuck in. I probably took, like, an hour and a half on his head because, like, I would get stuck into his, like, things in his beard and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, like seriously, with that moment, like after I cut his hair, he was like crying, man. Really? Yeah. He's probably had that hair to style forever. Man, he was just like, man, I've never felt so good. Like, thank you so much. And like, that's when I realized right then and there, like, man, I just made this dude feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And I didn't give him no money. I didn't even give him like no material things. I didn't even change his life. I just gave him a haircut. Yeah. And then that's when I knew like I I think I could do this. Yeah, that's cool. Because I mean, image is such a obviously in a negative way, image is a huge thing in our society. Oh yeah. But on the positive, like people love feeling confident, and they yeah. don't realize that getting that new set of shoes or new set of clothes and a new haircut, maybe a new trim on their beard. Yeah. Like, it makes a big difference when they have to go out in the world. Feeling good about yourself, man. Yeah. I think it's important, especially with the haircut. That, I don't know. I've seen so much, like, changes with people after, like... Yeah, because I think people people who aren't too knowledgeable about, like, those things of confidence and clothing right. and image and stuff like that, they feel like they have to do such a drastic change. That's true. Where, not really. Like, all you gotta do is, it's like... It's just something simple. Yeah, get, uh... Find some stuff online about like how to dress your your body type or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then for hair, just go get a nice clean haircut, and that'll that'll change everything. Simple. I mean, you're always touching your hair for like the first twenty four hours <laughs> when you get that new haircut. I don't anymore because I don't have anything really. I just sh- shave it. But uh, I remember even like a few years ago, right. that popular haircut amongst the white folk was like what the was shore it? on the sides and then the big wave. Oh, the Macklemore. I, yeah, or as I like to call it, Hitler's Youth. <laughs> that's basically, if you look what? at old pictures of that organization that Hitler had in yeah. Germany, they all have that haircut. Um, <laughs> I did it and it looked good, but right. because I have thin hair and right. it's not, it's naturally curly, 
I had to do a lot more effort to get it to come over. And well, because just, it would be spongy too, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, now I just kind of, it's a sad truth that I n- realize I won't have the, cause like my, when I was a teenager, my curly hair was everything. Like I'd have girls at church, like, can I touch your hair and stuff like that? I'm like, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, that was just like me. Like, cause, right. cause I was, I was homeschooled for a lot of my life. So I didn't go to, like, I'd go to seminary. Uh, I'd go to mutual, like the young men at young right? activities. So like, my, I didn't, I, I wasn't in a, like a group of people at high school. Like there's the skater kids. There's right. the, so like my, you image, didn't even know the category of things. You just had a yeah, hair. Yeah. And my image was, you know, I was into skating, even though I sucked at it and I was into, <laughs> I'm into music. I love music, but I was never like part of a group. My group right. was like every time I go to church. So like my image for like my, from age 13, all the way to like night 18 or 19 was, was my hair. That's crazy. So, but yeah, like it's, and then when I, when I cut my hair, like I didn't, I looked weird, but then like you get used to it, <laughs> but it's sad. Like, I mean, just looking back, like, yeah, I'll never have that hair again, but my daughter, her hair is starting to turn out curly. Serious? So maybe I'll be able to have fun with her hair. Hey man. So, but, um. Planning on having any more? Yes. There I don't know when, but, uh. Kids are crazy. She's <laughs> sick right now. I have a cold. If anyone's noticing, I'm getting over it. But I, I work from home right now, uh-huh. and I take care of her all day. So naturally, if she gets sick, I'm gonna get That's sick because yeah. I'm, I'm around her all the time. <laughs> um, so then, what's like your? So you said in the future you want to yeah do an in- apprenticeship for sure. I, do that, you eventually I'll, like see yourself like starting your own barbershop? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. a goal you have down the road? Yeah, of course. Because the communication degree is super vital because people always tell me, like, what can you do with the communication degree? That's a stigma. Right. Public relations is even more useful. Right. But public relations, you're dealing with other businesses all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you get that degree as a backup and using your, your skills in barbershop and networking, like, right. you have no problem. And I feel like you that. just naturally, like, network while you're at it, like, yeah. as a barber. Because, like, now, man... It's crazy. Even like at this time of my life, I'm over here with like working with like a, I cut hair for like a, what is it? A camera guy. He's like trying mm-hmm. to build up his own like social media yeah. content. Like Con- there's a network guy right there. Yeah. And then I'm over here like hanging out with, I don't know, this just a lot of people, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's freaking cool. From all different backgrounds. It's um, nice. Have you seen like in the last, what's so been what since June? So like eight, seven or eight months since you started doing your house, mm-hmm. have you seen an increase of like because you've been putting out content, have you seen an increase of new people come in your oh, house, or is yeah. it plus the same old, same old people? Yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of new people. Yeah, um, a lot of them will find me on Instagram. Yeah, um, hashtags. It's crazy. I just cut people from like all around. Because uh, recently, um, a new client that I had, he's from like New York. Oh, Asian guy. Yeah, and uh, he ended up like finding me on Instagram. And then he like does he Ubered. live in New York all the time or is he he's out here for school? Yeah, he's out he's at school for BYU. Oh, okay, and so he would come from uh, when he found out about me, he Ubered his way all the way to my house and then just got a haircut. Dang, yeah, and a really cool story. Probably like one of my favorite like barber moments was uh, getting like this random um, like I have a appointment like booking thing on my Instagram. It's like a calendar and everything. Yeah, you can book online. Um, it'll tell you like house. Cuts. Oh, is there, like a, is there a link link to the? Yeah. And then it goes straight to there when they click on your profile. Yeah. Nice. And so, um, like when I was on Instagram, or I went on my on my emails, and then I found out like someone booked me for like a house call. So and you I, go to them. 
Yeah. Was that and scary? It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to double check. I had to bring someone else with me because I didn't know like Craigslist this, killer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was scared about because I was like, man, I don't know. They're gonna take your own like clippers, take the cord <laughs> around and like strangle you to death. Dude, cause he put in his name and then I searched it. It was like some famous like dude on Instagram. He had like 40k followers, and I was like, and nah. this is in Utah? Yeah. Someone uh-huh. that showed up. And then when I gave him a call, I was like, hey, like, who is this? Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then he had a black voice talking to me. I was like, nah, <laughs> something is wrong Wait, here. Did you not see what his Instagram looked like? No, he didn't show up. So, oh, like, so you only saw his name, his number, and then you call him, and then you only hear his voice at first. Exactly. Uh, okay. And then he told me to meet him at, like, the Hyatt Hotel. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Like, this is weird. He's like, you're like, you know, I don't sell drugs, right? Yeah, man. He's like, I don't know, man. And I was like afraid. So I, I asked like one of my homies to come with me. We drive there and then come to find out he's like some cool black guy from Chicago. I'm oh. um, visiting from work and he saw my Instagram. And oh, so he so asked he hit you up while he was. in Yeah. Town. It means he was probably only in town for like a week or so. Yeah, maybe? man. And then he said he was like there for work, but then he's going to Vegas for like a New Year's party. Oh. So I was like, all right. And then he dropped like 60 bucks for me. Really? On a cut. Yeah. That's cool. I know. So That's I was just, like. And he'll probably show his haircut, obviously, at the party. People will ask him, hey, yeah. if you're ever in Utah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was like super happy about that. I mean. So did you go to his hotel room and cut his hair? Yeah. He just like laid out some some like towels on the floor. We're watching like the OU Clemson game. Oh, and then go. I was just cutting his hair. It was like all good, man. That's cool. Yeah, that's wait, that's really cool. <laughs> it was like the coolest experience. I like usually like barbers who do that is like uh, people who's cutting hair like for NBA players. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. They actually. Have, like, and I mean, he wasn't an NBA player, but still to like be recognized. You yeah, be recognized from Utah. Exactly, yeah. and be recognized for like what you put out, and they appreciate it, and they're willing to like have you come down and cut their yeah. hair. I mean, because how many other people could if he uh, he contacted when he was in Utah? You got all of Utah County. Yeah. That's I just thought cool. that was cool. Um, dude. So, uh, yeah, I gotta set up an appointment with you to get my haircut. Then, yeah, man, come through. I'm down at Orm every once in a while, but um, so then uh, you want to start your own barbershop eventually mm-hmm. in the foreseeable future. Yeah, like how does that work as far as like obviously you're a business owner, so you gotta buy the building or lease it out or rent it out, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Then do you want it to where like you only are in there by yourself no, or you're going to want to have like two or three other people. With I think you? it'd be cool to have just like other barbers in there too. And maybe like, you know, set up something where I can like cut hair in there too. Cause I obviously want to have like another job on the side also. Yeah. 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 So but, then you come there, maybe you have limited business hours. Yeah. So then that's your hobby. That's the fun thing. And yeah. then maybe during the rest of the day you go to do like an actual job for a yeah. company so that you get more income. Exactly. That's cool. Um, because you have to have joy in something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be chasing checks all the time. Exactly. That's why I've been kind of taking a step back and soul-searching. The whole uh, corporate world thing hasn't been working out for me when yeah. I'm, like, applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I actually want to, like, be in the corporate world anymore? Yeah. So where I work, I work from home right now, and it, it works out because I can stay home with, with my daughter. There and you then, go, um, man. But I've been looking into, like, teaching. I love teaching. So I just signed up for the. Uh, well, that works if you're good with people. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you might as well. Because uh, the the world I was looking into was training or like mm-hmm. HR, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I was getting all these applications in, and like 
every email to generic that's totally not personal. You know, it's just a mass email. They're like, oh, sorry, like we're not. I we're hate going that with somebody email, else. dude. Yeah, it's dumb. So Freaking I just kind of lost hope, and so I've been uh, this year. Um, we're uh, I just signed, I signed up at UVU for the uh, seminary teacher course. Oh shoot! So we'll see how that goes. It's really competitive, but really, are, yeah, they only pick like a handful of people at the end of every <sighs> class. So we'll see how it goes. But either way, I still have a job. Good luck, man. My wife's the sugar mama, though. She just got another raise. So hey, there you go. But we're not even like do like we're just saving a bunch because that's why we live here in my brother's basement. There you go. So, um, but uh, our goal this year of 2019 is to get my freaking school loans paid off. Let's go. We're not man. even gonna save it for a house right now because the freaking market right now is so expensive. In, right in uh, Utah. So, but um, well, that's cool, dude. I'm glad you're uh, following your uh, your dream as far as being a barber. Yeah, thank is it you. Weird man. calling yourself a barber. Yeah. <laughs> it's I I just I don't know. It is. Um I just like to cut hair. <laughs> Dude, so the other topic <clears throat> we got a couple more minutes. The other topic yeah. I wanted to talk to you about. Did you get the topic at the bottom? Yeah. Okay, I've been fascinated. I love talking to people. I love yeah. culture. I love finding out how people especially when you get into more communication classes. Right. If you're doing public relations, you only have to take a handful of these. Mm-hmm. You won't be as many as I did. But you start to find out why people communicate the way they do, why people like learn habits from when they're kids. It all starts when you're a kid and you kind right. of, you know, you learn from your parents and their surroundings. Growing up in Moval, as I got older, like we became like minority as far as being white people. Right. And predominantly <coughs> down there, it's Hispanics and black people. That's and it. There's a lot of Asian, but then like, obviously there's a lot of Polynesians as well. I'm assuming in certain areas of California, there's a lot more, but there's right. quite a bit in Moval. But um, I've always been fascinated, like, why the Polynesian culture, at least in the U.S., that's all I can speak for because I can't, haven't met any other Polynesians from other parts of the world. Right. Why is your guys' culture, not culture, because I know you guys have a very distinct culture with, like, your food, your family right. and all that stuff, but, like, as far as your fashion, your, like, music interests and, like, your style, like, it's very similar to, like, black culture. Right. If you, like... Notice that at all? No, I. Me and Jess talk about it all the time. <laughs> oh, you do? Well, because what's Jess? She's half. Well, she's half Panamanian and like white. Oh so. yeah, because that's Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's I just interesting observation. Like that's growing up. Like I saw black people and I know like they had the bag, the traditional stereotype like baggy clothes. Yeah. They had like the hip hop and rap. <laughs> Fubu. They basketball, Fubu and stuff Fat like that. Form. And then I noticed that when I interacted <laughs> with some, not every Polynesian because I'm not gonna. But gender. they but they would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, you could see they link up a lot more closer yeah. than others. And you said you and your wife have discussions like this. Like what's yeah. kind of been your conclusion? Like why? Well, I think especially in California. Man, yeah. like, okay, I think I think that's that's I, a huge. Thing. I think it's just a product of your, of your environment yeah. too. You know, California itself is yeah. probably a big factor. Because if you were to, I don't know, grow up in Oregon, yeah, or it would be it's it, different. It'd be different. So I think California. That's a good. That's a good observation. California, especially in a majority California. of like Tongans and Samoans, you know, Southern California. But you got a lot of Tongans up in like the Bay Area, like Oakland area yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's because, like, for one, like, you know, there are a lot of, like, low-income families and uh-huh. stuff, and they grow up around, like, where other low-income families are. Yeah. Which happen to be, like, blacks and Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just kind of, like, pick up certain things. But I guess, like, yeah, that, I guess that's that's what I would say. But yeah, it's just your, yeah, that makes sense. But then, like, because, yeah, also, you guys freaking know how to sing. <laughs> and you know how to freaking play instruments a lot. Or, no, dance. Yeah. So that's another, like, synonymous thing with, like, black cultures. Like, almost every black person knows how to at least sing or dance. Right. They have some rhythm or groove, but. I guess, like, just most of them are just happy people. They're just, like, 
I don't know, loud. Yeah. A lot of them are loud. Yeah. Like to be. <laughs> Dude. Hey. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's if, true though, man. I, I I don't know if this is going to be ragging on your, your culture, but dude, right. when I was on the way to California, it was on the way back. I was moving my parents up here to Utah two yeah. years ago. We stopped in St. George. Now you're going to laugh or like, you've probably been in this experience. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going to happen. I was, I was tired, but I was really annoyed. So we were at the Jack in the Box in the end. St. George. Yeah. And there's this big Polynesian family. <laughs> and they order a ton of food, which is fine. It's taking forever though, huh? This is what was happening. What? They wouldn't wait for the entire order to be done. The kids would just go up and grab the food and they thought it was theirs. <gasps> but the problem was is that, you know, when you're in a restaurant, you delete the order off the screen once it's so done. So you guys were waiting. So we were waiting, but then also the workers didn't know if had we already made that item. Like, yeah. did, are we, is this a duplicate item? Like, do we right. already make this? I don't know. It kind of just been like that it, family of Polynesians, but like, I don't know if it's a, <laughs> like, it was just, they were not organized and they were just like grabbing all this food. I'm like, what the freak? This is chaos going on. But I don't know whose cousin that was, but, uh, <laughs> Dude, that's another thing. You guys, whoever's cousin that was, man, that they're probably a Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing I've noticed too. Uh, there's the stereotype that Polynesians and Tongans are all related. Man, because it's a I, small island, bro. I know, but like, have you seen the the map? No, <laughs> it's it's, so wait, is Tonga and Samoa connected? No, okay. they aren't. They're but, pretty far. But apart. I mean, like, if you're Samoan, then they're like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah, you're yeah. Tongan, they're like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. But because there's a stereotype, I heard a joke that someone said, like, dude, have you ever met a Polynesian? They always try to say like they're related to Dwayne. It's true, to Dwayne it's Johnson. True, that's my dad, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. People, the people's eyebrow right there. You see. <laughs> Related. So that's a funny thing too. It's just like everyone. I mean, it could be possible because the island. I mean, it's aren't all that a small big, island, but but it's just funny that it's like, oh yeah, I'm related to that person. I'm like, are you really? Are you man, just, just anybody say, popular, man, man. Just try to get that street cred. <laughs> I promise you, man. That claim to fame. Anybody, you just gotta watch it. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's just an instant. Ob- I just wanted to bring it at the end. That's an interesting observation that. Polynesians, especially in the United States, of like kind of right. mostly in California from us. Again, I haven't met any other Polynesians really from right. other states. Well, the thing is, the Polynesians I hear, what I notice is like in Utah. Tr- yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. They, like you could tell the difference in the way they talk and the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. like their certain mannerisms are. Yeah. Because like you know, out in California, especially in like Movell, um, you know, a lot of people are a lot more grittier. Yep. Uh, more real. The the way you talk is a lot more hood too. Yep. And you just got like certain slangs and certain music that you listen to yeah. also. And I guess like that's why, I don't know, for me, I feel a lot more v- comfortable like vibing with like black people yeah, yeah, yeah. than I do with like with my own people sometimes. Huh. It's weird. Yeah. It's just like what I grew up around because like to be honest, there was more black people that I was like hanging out with and, and Asians and like Mexicans than yeah. I was with like Tongans and Samoans huh. because – there wasn't like even though uh, Marino Valley there was a lot of Samoans there, there wasn't really that much compared to like how much blacks and Samoans yeah. or blacks and Mexicans there were you know yeah, totally. So then obviously if we've cracked this code, it's obviously you grew up in Southern California. That's a huge factor. Yeah, because if you were growing up in like Northern, here for here like in here, Utah, man, they're way different. different man. They well, talk like there's gangs up here though too, isn't there? Come on now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
I heard a story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I heard a story from this guy that was in the missionary training center with. Right. He grew up in like Bountiful, which is like north of Salt Lake. Right. And then obviously there's the stigma like Ogden and West Valley are ghetto. Yeah, I heard which that. Which is not ghetto compared to freaking California. That's what my sister was saying. Yeah. So there was a story though that this kid, this white guy ran in with these either I don't know if he was Tongans or Samoans, but he kind of rubbed them wrong right. at high school. And supposedly he was at a grocery store parking lot hanging out and he had a truck with a bed, the you know, the it closes. Right. And supposedly this big posse of like Polynesians came up and they curb stomped him on his truck bed. Like they opened his mouth on the truck bed and curb stomped him. Jeez. So I'm like, I don't I mean you're gonna find gangs everywhere, but I'm Man. assuming they're not as hardcore as they are. Well, in I California. just think like I. Well, they probably like left California. Because yeah, right. <laughs> look at us, we're both from California. And we came here. here, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that was like 15 years ago, probably yeah. when the story was told actually happened. But yeah, anyway, I just, I just wanted to ask you that because I'm just like, obviously, Southern California is a huge factor. Yeah, I mean that's why I I felt comfortable being in Philadelphia. I still argue. My brother doesn't believe me. Well, sometimes I argue that Philadelphia is way scarier and way more. Oh yeah, than man! Come but on, that just, that place looks crazy. Yeah, like I I appreciate growing up in Reno Valley because I you learned, understand like culture. And yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 for I, sure. And like I I don't I don't like I do miss having that diversity. But like you don't, don't want to live around it. But though. the thing is too, it's like people up here are like, man, I wish there was more black people. I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. Just because you, like, that's the problem I have, too, is, like, people think that diversity is only skin color. Yeah. It's not. Like, there's diversity. Different way of life. There's yeah. different way of life. There's different perspectives. Yeah. Like, there's tons of people who are all white up here, but just assume that we all think the same. Exactly. Or assume that all black people think the same. It's or all close-minded, yeah. It's dumb. So that's true. That's people true. People here in Utah, like, there is a lot more people moving here, so it's going to become more diverse as far as ethnicity goes. Right. But I think people just shut off, like, because it, it's so easy to think that, skin color means diversity which yeah. it does but there's way more to it and i hate when i get annoying white people up here are like i just wish it was more diverse like what do you mean by that like <laughs> you saying that me and you are the exact same because we have the same skin color it's dumb and it's racist and it's stupid but i don't know i'm just i can go on rants but um <laughs> i can feel the yeah the heat coming so, from uh, the mic is there anything you wanted to like say before we head out or anything man, you just plug? thank you for inviting me man yeah dude uh follow me on instagram 93 till now and then now is N-A-U, N-A-U, which is your last name. Yeah. And then uh, hit you up. Go that. You have a you yeah, have an Instagram profile a, that links you to a, where you can schedule appointments, right? Yeah. And you cut anyone's hair? Do you cut girls' hair? No, nah, man. <laughs> My wife would kick them out. <laughs> oh, Who <yeah>. is this? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I B. <laughs> I forgot about that freaking uh, layer to it. But then you actually have to use scissors. Unless yeah, no, start. I'm good with it now. Yeah. I'm nice. I don't know if you'd be able to find many girls who want to shave their heads. Yeah, or if beards. It, I could <laughs> I could line you up. Nowadays you could, dude. <laughs> I know. You can't assume anyone's gender. <laughs> um, so uh, this has been episode 60 yes, of the John Lyon Podcast. Episode 5 of what it's like to be a barber. Uh, Malachi now. And uh, peace out, everybody. Go ahead and say peace out. Whatever Have you a want. good one. Good night.